0: Wrapping up the previous games and looking forward to the ones to come. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson.
1: Good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Press Rewind right here on Northern Colorado's Voice. It's 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Softball, softball, softball today. Regionals uh, getting going in uh, the state of Colorado. That's where we are today. Our show brought to you by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. Stick it up on the fridge. 454-3355. Any part you need, they will knock it out of the park for you. Chris Hutton, University Softball Coach. Dale Hughes, Eaton Softball Coach coach vince moreno roosevelt softball coach and keith aragon fort, uh, fort collins softball coach all jump on the program uh, this morning with us uh, we get to chris hutton university in eden could these two be the last two standing in the 3a tournament very well could happen this year chris hutton fantastic coach out at university of high school here's the interview with chris chris hutton jumps up on the phone with us right now chris how are you this morning
2: Good. How are
1: you guys? Fantastic. Doing good, Coach. Yeah, thanks for, jump, thanks for jumping in with us today. Um, talk about this schedule. I mean, you and Eaton kind of did the same thing, um, really played, especially in that tournament. It was, I think it was the Holy Family tournament, um, the tournament in the middle where you guys had Holy Family, Erie, Horizon. Um, unbelievable schedule. You guys played up a lot this year.
2: Yeah, we both had very similar schedules, and we were both invited to that Um that tournament that Holy Family hosted, which was such a compliment to both of our teams and our programs. Um, but, yeah, we uh, we saw some really good talent, and we were definitely challenged. Both teams were definitely challenged. Um, and it was a good experience for us. And sometimes you need that kind of, oh, I don't know, push. Tell you forward, sure. and um, I think it, I think it really did benefit both Eaton and our
1: team. So yeah, Chris, do you talk at all about last year w- when you're talking to your team and you're you know sitting in front of them and we're talking about playoffs and postseason, what that's going to look like? Um, great run for you guys last year. You get the the uh, two runs in the bottom of the seventh against the Reds in the semis to walk it off. Um, I mean, those are great moments in in, uh, in softball playoff history for UH. Do you guys talk about that, or do you put that all aside and say, hey, this is our team? It's a new team team let's go take care of business
2: yeah you know there are certain things that we do talk about bring bring back from last season that we've learned um but you know with the whole you know we got a new team we graduated some great seniors from last year and um and now we've got some great newcomers and it's it's a whole new it's a whole new chemistry uh there's things that we need to focus on now that we didn't need to that then and vice versa you know so you know, basically, we talk about how exciting that game against Eaton was in the semifinals and how we are able to, you know, come back and and, res- and be resilient and, and those kind of things. Same with Lamar when we hit sure, them. Sure, sure. Um, you know, two great games. We just have to work on our, you know, our stamina. We have to work on being ready to play four games in a row, you know, in two days and... You know we just have to I think when we got to that Lutheran that championship game, we just ran out of gas because we played two amazing right. games right, and Lutheran had coasted through the state tournament easily um playing you know five inning games here and there and um you know they they were fresh, they had fresh legs, they had fresh arms, and we were we were toasted
1: so, and they should have been four
0: a <laughs> Uh, exactly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, we're, yeah. we're glad and, they're not there this yeah. year, Coach. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, Coach, since the, be- since the beginning of the season, um, what's your team just gotten so much better at that you're really pleased about?
2: Gosh, um, it's just everything right now. We're You know, we're hitting, you know, knock on wood. We're hitting where we need to. We're You know, our pitching staff is, is clicking um our defense we're, we made a triple play to end the sterling game i don't know if you guys heard about that no uh, no no tell
0: about it. us about a triple play we want to hear about yes. the triple play oh
2: man it was it was crazy we were already up on sterling 10 to 1 in the bottom of the 7th and sterling's so tough they're so scrappy True. and they got their uh, 7 8 and 9 holes on with no outs and i'm thinking here we go <laughs> and um, <laughs> Their leadoff batter, who is so tough, um, she's a lefty slapper. Uh, We finally figured out how to get her out, but she's always been so tough. Um, But we pitched her out, and... um, And she lined a shot. And, oh, actually, my my infield decided they wanted to play in. Oh. Like, you know, going home. And I said, no, 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 we're going back. You worked the out. (laughs) Um, You know, and thank God we did because um, this leadoff lines a shot back to our third baseman, Kendry Kern. Kendry Kern snaps it off, touches third because the girl let off, you know, from third. And we got her, that's the second out, and the girl from first to second was way too far off as well. <laughs> they thought it was through, and we threw it across to first, and Kendry got that out too. Wow,
1: what so, a way to end it. No, no, doubt. It you was, got, you got to love that. Triple plays don't happen often, and when they do, they're, no. they're kind of surreal, yeah.
2: Yeah, we couldn't even, I mean, my mouth was open. I couldn't even <laughs> believe it, you know. I was just like... you know you think that you're thinking the worst like they're going to hit gaps and they're going to you know score five runs and then that happens you're like oh my god we functioned and (laughs) so that that was exciting that was an exciting way to to cap off that regular season and and get that patriot league title too so that was good
0: hey coach talk to us about your young pitching staff you have three girls that have uh, had a lot of appearances and innings Uh, uh, share some information on how they're doing
2: Yeah. Um, we've got the two freshmen and, and sophomore here. We've got Sydney Gutzel and we've got Jazzy Cole as our freshman. And then Addison Harding from last year, she's our sophomore. Um, you know, all three are sharing time on the mound and they all understand their roles and they're, they're supporting each other. Um, you know, if one's not on the other one comes in and fires what she's got. And, um, they're just, you know, I've got those fearless freshmen right now. And, um, and so Addie's taking comfort in that, I think, knowing that she's got some support. And, um, you know, our, I, I'm just really impressed with the composure these two have. I mean, it's just very impressive. So, yeah. yeah, and they're hitting,
1: too. No, yeah, no yeah. question no question about it. You're talking about the youngsters. Jazzy Cole's just a freshman. And so I circled that on my sheet here, and I said, okay, freshman in state. Uh, she's been your dominating pitcher this year, you know, 7-2, and two, 3.19 ERA. But she's a freshman. All she has to look is next door in see Addison uh, Harding uh, doing all this as a freshman last year. Um, right. Why do I see that in softball? There's so many, Chris, there's so many impactful freshmen.
2: I know and I think I don't think they know really what's going on. <laughs> I mean the the the, Brian, kids, the amount Brian. of pressure they have and the fact that they're facing 18 and under kids, you know, like gold players from club, and it's almost like they don't realize it and I love that because they they're just you know they're fearless like I said they just they're on un- you know they just they get on the mound and they're like I don't care what happens I'm just going to get an out for my team and we're working for grounders and pop-ups and you know, that's, that's, and they, they do that, so it's, it's impressive as heck, and I've seen that throughout, like, our league, and, and the state as well, you're right.
1: Yeah, we're, we're talking about all the, the kids that you have on your team, too, Ellie Baca, terrific. Is Ellie in your leadoff spot?
2: You know, she is, um, she, she, you know, I, you know, leadoff and, and two-hole, um, but yeah, she's doing a really good job in the leadoff spot, she's been attacking the ball well, and pulling it, and, pushing it, and wherever she needs to go, she's been doing a
1: good job. Yeah, we talk about Ellie, Caden Wyatt, who's been so terrific in her in her uh, career out there at UH, uh Sidney Getzel, just the freshman, of course, in there, and Ileana Martinez have been terrific, just a sophomore, so some youngsters in there, but I, just every time I keep going back to Addison Harding, look at this kid, man, so many offensive categories for Four you guys. home runs, Clark. Oh, yeah, hitting 500, you know, <laughs> 37 hits, that's all, 30 ribbies this year. Um, she's done it from the get-go. She's just been a stud from the moment she stepped foot on the diamond for UH, yeah, yes, yeah, very,
2: very
0: uh, solid athlete. <laughs> well, coach, uh, you've got to be excited about you know, you got to yeah. be excited about this run this year, and uh, we just want to wish you the best of luck. And we're always pull- pulling for you and the Patriot League. We hope we'd yep. love to see four teams in the finals. Yeah, I agree. I think you might see it this year.
1: Yeah, this is, and you're right. This is of all the years you've been in there. I mean, the Patriot League's big every year, Chris. I mean, you know that you're going to get. It's the best league in the state. You're going to get. You're going to get a look at what it's going to look like in the in the postseason when you play against the teams. Is there a Patriot League team? I'm going to say outside of you guys in Eden. Is is brush the team? Is there a who's the most dangerous Patriot League team? Can you say that, or is it just wide open?
2: It's pretty wide open, but you know you got Strasburg, who had sure, a of course, yeah. You got Brush that knocked us off, and you know they they all have we all have you know teams that have pitching and hitting and fielding. We all have it, so it's just going to come down to who's who's firing.
1: Yep, no doubt I'm about it.
2: Cylinder,
1: so yeah. yeah, best yep. best team who makes the plays at the end of the year that might be who's standing at the top of this thing when it's done. Good luck in regionals coming up this weekend, and uh, and we'll catch up with you. We might check in with you again next week just uh, as we get to state. But uh, um, good luck going forward, coach, and uh, and uh, good luck to you as well.
2: All right. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good morning.
1: All right. That was Chris Hutton, the university softball coach. Good stuff for her right there. We're coming back. Her counterpart, Dale Hughes, the Eden softball coach, on the show next when we come back on Northern Colorado's Voice one oh three one and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the program, Perhaps Rewind on a Saturday here in NOCO. Dale Hughes, the uh, Eaton softball coach, love this guy. Um, he's kind of understated, but he's been there forever and a day. Can the Reds win a title? Will they play university? Uh, we talked to the coach. We found out about some of those answers, according to Coach Hughes. Uh, here he is with a great interview.
0: Dale, how are you this morning? Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Okay, um, come is, on, coach. Hey, come you're, me, uh... you're, you're, you you got to be doing better than that, man. Another great season. Now it's it's showtime.
3: Yeah, we finally get to that last part of the season. We kind of split our season up in in threes: our, our preseason where we play those early tournaments, then the regular season, and now the postseason. So, oh yeah, we're we're excited. Gave the girls a day off yesterday to celebrate their two big victories on Friday and on Saturday of last week. So. Yeah, no
1: question. No question about it. The wins uh, beating Brush one nothing, uh, winning at Strasburg eight five. Those are two teams that you know, Dale. You are going to have to see late in the playoffs, right? Uh probably, probably. Talk about the schedule this year for you guys. When you sit down and make the schedule, do you have input? Is it Steve Longwell that just says, "Here is who you are going to get"? What does that look like?
3: Well, I could throw Steve under the bus, but no, I <laughs> I, I, I had some input with it. Um, we. When Holy Family contacted us about playing in, in their tournament, yes. you know, I thought it wasn't a bad deal. Of course, at the time, I thought I still had Sadie, but sure. it, did, it didn't really matter. I mean, it, just, it really helped us, you know, to find out where we were and, and the kind of focus and dedication it takes to play against your top four and five a teams in the state.
0: Since you mentioned Sadie, Coach, how's she doing and, and just what is the prognosis?
3: She's doing great and has a great attitude and she's, she's rehabbing hard at times, maybe a little too hard trying to give back, but she's doing fine and can't wait to get her back full strength next year.
1: Yeah. You're, we're, we were talking about the schedule too. And, uh, we're going to talk to Chris Hutton here back part of the show here, the UH coach. And, uh, Kind of the same schedule for them this year. They were in that tournament as well. How big was that tournament to go up against four A and five A teams and just go learn? You know where you want to be eventually as a softball team.
3: Well, definitely, I think it helped Julia uh, uh, realizing that there's no easy outs in, in those lineups. Sure. You know, once one are nine, you got to have the, the the focus and really hitting your spots. And, you know, to get clear through that lineup and. And the fact that, you know, we took Holy Family, we were tied going into the seventh inning with Holy Family and, you know, came out on the short end. And then our second game with Riverdale, we were, uh, you know, we had the lead going into the fifth until, until they were able to pass us. So right, it gave right. us a lot of confidence.
1: Yeah, a beater schedule, there's no doubt about it, but just learning uh, uh, against great teams. You talked about Julia Meager a little bit, and she dominated your innings this year, 96 innings. Uh, Stephanie uh, Bingley, of course, 26 innings as the second pitcher. Um, so are we going to see Julia as far as she can go by herself in the circle for the uh, the regionals and the state tournament?
3: Well, you know, we'll see. Okay, I, <laughs> I hope not. I've I've never really liked having one pitcher to throw every game, you know, throughout the tournament. Sure. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes and see who we, we uh, line up against later on. Uh, you know, we got Holyoke in the first game on, on Saturday and then the Winter World Central and I think it's Rocky Ford. So, you know, we'll just kind of see how it goes. But hopefully I don't have to pitcher, you know, six consecutive games here. I hope, hope we can get a little rest.
0: Hey, Coach, when you saw the brackets come out, were there any surprises to you? Did you kind of expect the seeding that uh, occurred, or uh, what was your take on the bracket?
3: Well, there was no surprises because we knew from the very beginning that how it was going to be seeded through RPI and Max Preps rankings. So, you know, University High finished first in the Patriot League, the the most difficult 3A league in in the state. And then we finished second tied with Berthet, who's now playing, you know, plays a 4A schedule and goes up to 4A for the tournament. So, I mean, we're 1-2 and in our conference, but uh, that tougher schedule didn't quite get the results. You know, so it hurt our RPI a little bit. So it's right where we expect it to be.
0: And and here's the thing with the RPI that – being a 3A coach at one time, you're not rewarded in RPI for playing a higher classification, and I think that's something that should change.
3: Yeah, if you look at the at the strength of schedule that well, I think Max Preps put out, every 3A had a, had a negative uh, strength number, except for University High and us. University High, I think, ended up like 3.1 strength of schedule, and we were a 3.0 strength of schedule, so... Yeah, we don't get the credit like we should, but... That's the
1: way it is. Yeah, but you guys were the 3A teams. You guys and Chris's team were the 3A teams that really buckled down and played the 4A, 5A team. So I'm glad at least that showed a little bit, but certainly not nearly as much as, as it should. Hey, talk to me, uh, Coach, about uh, uh, Kiana Smith. She's just a sophomore. She's killed it for you guys this year. I'm looking at the offensive numbers. Um, leader in so many different categories for you. You get Julia Meager on the, in the circle. She's a junior. You get Kiana leading the offensive attack. She's a sophomore more so there's some youngsters that are trying to make a difference this year and stayed for you
3: oh yeah absolutely kiana is just getting uh, more confidence as the season goes on I, she did great last year as a freshman this year as a sophomore next year will be even more and she'll start stepping more into a leadership role i'm sure next year uh julia meager and don't forget you know we got bingley you still sitting there and I mean, next year looks great because I've got probably, basically three girls on my bench injured that will more than likely be starters next year. So,
1: yeah, um, we we talk about one of the senior leaders too. Blake Duncan has been terrific. She's she got to be your leadoff hitter, right?
3: Well, I, I've switched that you up have. a little bit. You have I dropped I dropped her down to, to utilize. I've got another senior who's really stepped up this year in Zoe Lampy and uh, right. left hander slapper and. I had her down lower in the lineup, and all she kept doing was getting on base, getting on base, and I had the bright idea that I finally woke up, and let's move her to the number one spot, and maybe Blake can have more opportunities to drive in a few more runs. And then I've got that little freshman Navarro down there, batting nine. Who's all she's doing is getting on base. So Terrific. my nine my nine and one, just sits there perfect for Blake to drive in runs. So.
4: Yeah,
1: that's a that's a great, and it's worked out. I mean, Blake third on the club, third on the club, twenty four RBIs, but and uh, uh, in, in right there in the mix, uh, twenty seven. Bingley uh, Stephanie Bingley was the leader in ribbies. Uh, Keanu Smith with twenty six, and then Blake with twenty four. So eight. that's just great coaching, right?
3: <laughs> well. Or it was dumb coaching to start with, and I finally woke up. I'm not sure which it is. But.
1: <laughs> that's, uh, that's great stuff. Um, talk to me about outside of, and we, we follow the Patriot League here, so outside of the Patriot League, who are the teams? I mean, are there a couple of teams that you go, well, we're probably going to have to consider looking at these guys?
3: Well, I can give you a couple because we played them all. We played you Lepton, sure have, yeah. You know, we played Lepton, we played the Academy, yep. we played Lamar. I mean, Lamar gave us all we could handle earlier in the season where we, we ended up winning it in nine innings. Um, the academy's got a really good pitcher. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and not to mention, don't sleep on Lions either. I mean, Lions have got great pitching. Resurrection's got great pitching. Sure. I mean, we could get a whole bunch of uh, Patriot Leagues in that final 16 for next week.
1: Boy, that sounds uh, that sounds fantastic. So uh, practice for you this week. How are the girls doing? Have they skipped a beat, or they look like they're ready to, to get out and tackle this?
3: Well, I find out this afternoon since I gave him the day off yesterday. You did. Yesterday. Look at you. So, yeah, we just feel like we've been going at it really hard in the intensity and we just need to take a, you know, a little step back, maybe get back into the books a little bit. We don't want to be slipping up on the books. And, and make coach are sure ready to go.
0: You're going to play the second game Saturday, correct? Yes, correct. I like that to give the home crowd people a little more time to get there and uh, ride that momentum into the final game.
3: Yeah, we, we kind of also, it's our homecoming week. So, uh, you know, as a coach, you worry about, you know, every little detail. And we got to make sure we can keep them very focused and not thinking about homecoming dance Saturday night, but our two games no. on Saturday. So. <laughs> there you
1: go. Good luck yeah, with that. Yeah, coach. No doubt. <laughs> um, yep. 17, 16, 7, 15, 16, 17 year olds. Holy cow. Yep. Uh, good luck with that. No doubt about it. Uh, Dale, thank you so much for jumping on, man. We'll watch you on the weekend here, and then we'll look forward to seeing you at the state. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, there's uh, Dale Hughes, the Eaton Reds uh, softball coach, figuring out what they got coming up this year. You know, University was second last year to Lutheran. They jump up. They're out of the picture now, I think. And in that great semifinal last year, University of Eaton, I think we get that back for the championship this year coming up. We'll come back in a moment. Vince Moreno, Roosevelt softball coach, will talk for a softball, when we come back right here on the Preps Rewind, brought to you by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, Northern Colorado's voice, one zero three one and thirteen ten KFK. Kirkpatrick, spinning the tunes back there. That's good stuff coming in. Um, we've talked uh, 3A softball. Let's talk 4A softball. Vince Moreno, Roosevelt softball coach. This dude is fantastic. Uh, these girls, I'm telling you, if you get uh, Roosevelt in your bracket, look out. A Pretty good softball team you don't want to go up against. Talk to the coach about his uh, writers' girls softball team, and here it is. Vince, how are you today?
5: Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. It's
1: playoff time, coach. It huh? is. <laughs>
5: it is the most wonderful time of the year it for is. us.
1: <laughs> it is. the most wonderful time. That's a Christmas song, Vince, but for you and I and the folks out here, it's softball regionals and state coming up next weekend. So um, how are the girls doing? How's practice going right now?
5: You know, it's actually been going really well. Last week was kind of a distraction with homecoming. We got the end of the season done. <laughs> uh, we got that all taken care of, and so today we're actually going to have a scrimmage Uh, with Eaton uh, to get ready for Saturdays. Oh, good. Nice. Well, Eaton was
0: distracted by homecoming, too. We had Dale Mm -hmm. on, and uh, there was a little, you know, they had to overcome the homecoming. Or that's this week, isn't it? Eaton's homecoming. I think you were talking week. to me, and I don't know a dang thing. Yeah, about that. no. But every it seems like every coach we talk to, Vince, says, <laughs> "Yeah, it's homecoming week, and we know what happens uh, to teenagers during during homecoming week. Their thoughts aren't always on what you want their thoughts to be on."
5: Very true, and I actually were very fortunate that it was last week because every seems like every year homecoming is during regionals. And that's just more of a headache. So sure, sure, sure. I'm going to take it at the end of the season and deal with that last week and not have to worry about it during regional.
1: All right, eighth year for Vince out at uh, Roosevelt as the head coach here. And I'm looking, I'm doing my homework today, and I go, okay, got knocked out by D'Evelyn De last year, <laughs> 6-5 in the first round. Okay, got knocked out by D'Evelyn De the year before in the second round, 10-4. to And I go, wouldn't it be interesting? And lo and behold, look who you're playing in the first round coming up this year.
5: Right. I know. What a thorn in our side.
1: <laughs> well, um, you're going to change you know, that, coach.
5: Right. That's it. Yeah. It's the mindset we have. You know, three years ago, we actually went down there and we won their region. We beat them. Right, up there. right,
1: right. Back in um, 19, so, you yeah. beat them 14 13 in that wild one. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: the wild game. Yeah. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. You know, Devlin's, you know, they're just fundamentally sound. You know, they're going to put out a great defense. You know, they lost quite a bit. Um, so, you know, I think we can definitely compete with them. Um, pitching, you know, it's going to be something that we've seen on pretty much all year. Um, so we're going there pretty confident. Um, you know, not overconfident, but confident that we could beat them and probably could get to Elizabeth the next round.
1: 17-5 and five for your riders so far uh, this year coming into the playoffs as we get here. Um, your thoughts on your team this year? Above expectations? Below expectations? Where are you at with this club right now? You know, I... Above, you know, because we lost Good. quite a bit.
5: You did. And you we sure lost, did. We, we lost quite a bit. And so for us to come out, you know, you look at the games we lost, and they're all to top ranked uh, ten teams in the You bet, state. you bet. You know, so I think we've hung. And then the games we lost, other than me, you know, we pretty much hung hung, hung with the team. So, um, and the in the mid game, it is. We had opportunities, we didn't like, capitalize. So, you know, I'm very pleased where we're at this year. You know, I, I definitely do feel that we did. Uh, go uh, above uh, from from last year,
0: Coach. What's been your most pleasant surprise about your team since uh, since August?
5: You know, again, just you know, us playing together, you know, trying to get girls to play together for two three months, you know, high school season it's, it, it's a challenge. Uh, we've had a moment, I won't lie there, uh, but them sticking together, uh, and, and relying on each other, our pitching's been, you know, pretty, um, pretty spot on. You know, we've had, again, some, some, some issues with walks, but I think our pitchers have actually uh, answered that call to that challenge that we put out to them. Um, and, and, I just, I just like, again, you know, us just playing together. I, I would say that's probably our biggest thing right now.
1: All right. Just looking at the schedule, going back, and you said it's Murder's Row. You, I mean, the schedule that you have, and you're looking at it. Uh, you know, Windsor a three-one loss. They're the number three seed, so you battled them uh-huh. right to the wire. Frederick twice. Frederick was kind of kind of a thorn for you guys twice in there. They beat you, um, but then take number four seed Riverdale Ridge. You guys battled them twice, beat them three-two, lost five-four in eight innings. So your girls have already seen. Hey, these I haven't talked about Holy Family and Lutheran yet, but right. but but some of the very best teams in the state you've shown you can hold your own
5: yeah and that's you know again that's what we talked to the girls about you know we, we you know we showed them the five losses that we have and, and again we went through the whole ranking system um and so you know we can't we can't compete with the riverdale you know we can't compete with the fridge we can't sure, compete sure. with the, Windsor. you know yeah, lutheran and holy family yeah they're probably another uh obstacle right now but you know I just like our chances of getting back to state and hopefully facing a, a, one of those teams that we have lost to earlier in the season and hopefully get some revenge.
1: All right. Talk about a couple of your kids. Uh, um, McNeils are sisters, right? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. So Bridget and Brooke, I mean, just have done so much for you offensively. But uh, the gal I want to circle always, would kind of talk about Lily Rosenthal. You're just a sophomore, too. Um, how much fun is that to see a sophomore who's kind of leading you guys offensively?
5: Oh, Lily, Lily's a blast. You know, we, we've had her sister, Maddie, uh, about five years That's ago. Right. She, That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. She was phenomenal. And, and one thing about Maddie and, and Lily, they both are so competitive. Um, and they bring so much to the team. Um, you know, when Lily's not pitching, she's our, our biggest, or she's our third baseman, but she's our, actually our biggest cheerleader on the field. And she just gets everybody going. So just what she brings, you know, her competitiveness and, you know her being a great teammate. Um, we look forward to having her two more years. So we think we're looking for good things from her in the next couple of years.
1: Boy, no doubt about it. Uh, talk about the uh, talk about the pitching staff in the circle. Um, Seventy-one innings for Bridget McNeil this year. Five and two, three point one four. And uh, we just talked about Lily Rosenthal, just a sophomore, forty-five innings, but a perfect mark. Eight. If the numbers are max, preps are right, and that's what I'm going with. Eight and oh, 2.91 ERA. So when you get to uh, regional. And we get to state here. Um, How do you separate those two? Are you looking for shared time? Is Lily the go-to? who gets the nod.
5: You know, you it'll 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 be shared time. Um, We'll probably go with Bridget to begin with. Um, But we 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 talked to them knowing that hey, you like I said earlier in the guys show. You know, you might only get three innings. You know, then we'll have Lily come in and finish four. And, and vice versa, and then we have a, you know our, another junior, Reagan Scott. You know that she doesn't get much time, but I know we needed her in a crunch um, to get us out of a, you know in an or two. She could jump in that circle and, and perform as well. So, um, but I think for the, to start with, we're going to go with Bridget. She's been our bulldog, and sure. uh, we like what she has in the middle or, or in the circle. So we feel uh, confident with giving her to start. Probably come Saturday.
0: And, and with that senior experience, too, Coach, don't you think that's an advantage getting into this regional play?
5: Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, and Bridges, you know, since her freshman year, she's been there. She's been to the state, you know, the last two years in a row. Um, so she's been to the regionals uh, as a first baseman, and then, you know, as a sophomore year, she was our shortstop. And then last year, she was our shortstop, and then this year, she moved to pitcher shortstop. So she's seen it all. Um, she's been there, and so so we
0: like that. Coach, I'm not looking ahead for your team, but individually, Uh, is Bridget a girl that will go on and play at the next level?
5: She is, yes. Uh, I believe I talked to her the other day. I think verbally she signed with Trinidad State. Oh, oh
0: fantastic. nice. Yep. Good. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Vince, explain this to me. Because we look at 3A, 4A, 5A. That's kind of where we go here on the show, and, and that's the, those are the teams that we follow. And uh, 3A, they play their, uh, their first two games in regionals, and then uh, they play the championship game. I see a loser's bracket, and I've not had a coach tell me about this. And so, according to what I'm looking at here, the 4A regionals, the losers of the first two games, would meet uh, later in the day they'd play and they would end up playing the winner of that would end up playing the loser of the regional championship does that sound right to you i mean that those bottom games are there are there still for teams that lose that opening game is there still a way in back into the state tournament
5: exactly yeah exactly you nailed it um like last year for example we lost our first game to the Air Academy, and we had to play in, in two, okay. and the I guess the loser's bracket won that game, then we played the loser of uh, the regional championship, and we played the Air Academy again, beat them, and that's how we got That's how game. you got in, so, okay. Yep, yeah, so, so that, we just tell the girls, you gotta win two before you lose two.
1: That's a long that, day, uh, though. If you have to play three games in a day, Vince, that's a long day of softball, right?
5: It is. It is a long day of softball. You know, and thank God we do have. You know, we do have pitchers. And I mean, we named sure. three, but we have at least five girls. That five, six girls that can throw. You know, if, if we need that. But and we we told them it's going to be a long day. You know, hopefully we can just get beat down with get our first two done, and go home. Yeah. So that, that's the plan.
1: So. Yeah. You can certainly in a tournament, though, like this, or regionals or state, you can lay on one pitcher. And here, here's my softball knowledge. I just think back, I'm looking at ESPN. Remember when Kat Osterman was pitching for, was it Texas? Oh, yeah. A&M? and <laughs> yes. m or Texas, one of the two. And she would pitch every inning. And then yeah. I started to see a lot of different college pitchers at the College World Series. You'd see them go just every inning. They'd get on one gallon and just, and just go um is that the same for high school or are you always looking to kind of have that number two as well well it's always nice to have a number
5: two like last year with with malaya we she was our number one no matter what you couldn't get the ball out of her hands even if i tried you know she just had that mentality sure, keeping the ball, sure. i want to be in the circle uh, but having a you know one two and with bridget and lily you know we could even probably flip lily was the one and bridget be the two they're that close Um, So it's always a good problem to have a a one and two uh, going into any kind of, you know, regional or state tournament.
0: And, Coach, you know, some schools you can tell, I guess it's probably a talent thing, but there's a few schools, you know, like a Lutheran, uh, the Academy, Columbine, that looks like they've kind of just gone with their one stud.
5: Oh yeah, you know again if you have that like Luther, you know the the Haley girl. I mean, right? You could, yeah, you could get away with just throwing her and you're winning. You stick with what's winning, right?
0: Well, she has a 21-1 <laughs> record, so I assume yeah. there was one game that she didn't pitch out of that 23 game schedule.
5: Yeah, we faced them last year, and she was just phenomenal. I mean, I think we lost nine to two, but she just came in. I think she was, I think she was only a freshman, or they're young. I know they're young. So you know, good for them. You know, not bad for us for four A, but <laughs> good for them,
1: Coach. Yeah, before we let you go, do you look at the other side of the bracket? Have you done anything looking at at Elizabeth or Silver Creek, the other uh, two teams out of the uh, the four in this uh, in this regional?
5: You know, I, I looked at Elizabeth because I know they played a couple of local teams. I think they played Bertha. Sure. Um, early in the season, so I reached out to Bertha coaching. You know, kind of got the scouting report there. Um, again, they're, they're, they've been there, you know, they've been there the last couple of years and, and they know how to play. Silver Creek, you know, they've always been competitive. I think they're down too, kind of like Devlin, but those, you know, you never, you can never tell with those 22, 27 ranked teams because we were there three years, three years ago, the twenty five That's right. And we won the region. Yep. So it, it's, it's just another game, you know. Um, so you know you never know what what, what they're going to bring. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's exciting time. There's no doubt about it, Coach. Good luck going forward this weekend, and uh, I'm sure we're going to catch up with you again. But uh, let's uh, get through this thing, and let's uh, let's get a, a shot going to state again, right?
5: Uh, yes, that's that's the plan. Hey guys, thank you so much.
1: And there's Vince Moreno, the head softball coach out at Roosevelt High School. Uh, terrific stuff right there. Regionals this weekend, state championship coming up next weekend. Should be a ton of fun. Come back, wrap up the show. Keith Aragon, the Fort Collins softball coach. Talk a little 5A when we come back right here. Northern Colorado's voice, 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Perhaps rewind. I want to thank Milton's. They're in Kersey, folks. Of course, they're in Greeley and Eaton. Used to be Kramer's Wedge and that great Tatonka Grill. Milton's got you covered everywhere. Still have that great made from scratch food. Plus, get in there and uh, get your car filled up. All sorts of great stuff. It's Milton's taking care of you in Greeley, in Fort, uh, rather in uh, Eaton, and also in uh, Kersey as well. So uh, get out to Milton's and uh, take part in what they do. Keith Aragon is the head uh, softball coach out at Fort Collins High School. The 32 seed playing Columbine in the opener, but he gave us his ideas on who the team to beat in 5A is. Here's Keith. Keith, how are you this morning?
0: Good, and how you guys doing? Well, doing we're doing good, okay. Coach? Haven't seen you for two hours now. That's right. <laughs>
1: Lucky you! He's out of your face
0: right now, so you're probably a
1: happy camper. Um, I got to I got to sit here and look at him for an hour. So uh, we'll get through this thing. How about uh, the the seating, man? Thirty two against the one. You guys have nothing to lose in this, right?
4: Well, yeah, we have to lose the game, but uh, we're 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 excited to to get in and you know, a couple balls here or there, and you know, we're either. 25 or 26 maybe, you know, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about it and, We'll see what we could do.
0: You know, and coach, a lot of times, you know, especially media and things like that, they put the emphasis on the, the, the top teams. But I'm going to tell you so many times, Clark, the best coaching jobs done, done this yeah. season yeah, sure. are those teams that don't have the talent right. that get into the playoffs. And here's a guy that's done it year after year after year uh, with, with the Lampkins and Coach Aragon. Uh, talk to me about uh, the as you get into this thing, um, what do you know about
1: columbine and first of all um, I'm, I know you 're going to see a great pitcher i mean they 're the one seed coming into this thing so um, how much how much information how much work do you do on what they do, or is it more Keith taking care of your own team
4: you know obviously they 're number one for a reason sure um, and it 's not like like football where you exchange film and so forth and Obviously, with being number one, you know they have two really good pitchers. So, you know, I just kind of focus on our game, and because if we can't do our game, we're not going to win anyway.
1: Sure, sure.
4: And uh, so, you know, we have a we have a good good little young team, and we don't have the power pitcher that are going to have. So, we kind of have to manipulate <clears throat> the strike zone here or there, and if it works, it works. If if not, then we'll. You know, we'll uh, have to go elsewhere.
0: I think it's Area Ogden, coach. Their co- their pitcher. She's eighteen and one. Is she just a flamethrower? Uh, what does she bring? What does she bring to the circle?
4: You know, I don't. I think she has a, a tons of movement. I hear. Um, you know, I, I think. Well, our assistant coach coaches club ball and. Her daughter played against her and stuff, and she said she throws a lot of drop balls away. So, you know, you just have to tell your kids. And it's not like she's going to – and she might, that she's going to blow up by us. But, uh, you know, we we have to be patient and, and hit our pitch and make her throw strikes.
1: All right, so looking at your uh, your lineup of course, great years for for Alex Bailey, for Kate Mays, uh Navara Yocum, all big offensively for you this year along with uh, with Tyla, uh your daughter, uh, Tyla Aragon. Um wh- who's the surprise for you? What's the what's the pleasant surprise this year offensively? Has there been a a hitter or or somebody in that offense that you've gone wow? That's a good year, maybe better than I expected.
4: Well, at times we have five freshmen, so I didn't know wow. Wow. about them. Yep. Uh, we have a little gal who hits anywhere from five to seven for us. Her name is um, Danny Huff, mm-hmm. and she—I think she said two words all year in practice. <laughs> is that right?
0: She's a and she's the debate captain. We don't need okay. to know what two words those were, Coach. So <laughs> I know
4: high hi and by, <laughs> but she is she's. She's had a good little year, um, and she's kind of, well, literally she's quiet, but quiet on the field. Um, But she's come up with some really big hits for us. Another one is, I've had her at leadoff, too, is Luella. Luella Miller,
1: yeah, yeah. She's been 15 stolen bases, too.
4: She is very fast. As a matter of fact, she didn't want to run track last year, and I told her, you need to run track. And she was in three state events. And one of their top, you know, I mean, as a freshman, you know, who really goes, who even goes to lead, let alone state. Sure. She, she's probably huh, five foot five, a hundred, maybe a hundred pounds. But she flies and she's, I call her, since her name's Luella, I call her Louie for Lou Brock. There you go. So fast.
0: <laughs> And she says, "Coach, who, who is Lou Brock again?" Yeah, that's yeah. right.
4: <laughs> well, they're from Missouri. Oh, so they got, they're St. Louis yeah. fans already. So, well, they're they're actually Royals. fans. Are they Royals so
0: fans? Is that right? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Coach, we
4: have a few of those out.
0: <laughs> there can't be another five A team in the state that start five freshmen. There's no way. You've got to be the only team out there, you know, p- that young in the playoffs.
4: Well, I, you know, I know Broomfield's really young. Um, they had a nice little crop of freshmen come into their program. They got the They four. got the to six seed too,
1: so that's a pretty healthy team. Yeah.
4: Yes. And, well, and they they have their big senior thrower too. But right. Right. He can throw his freshman that isn't far behind. Um, but you know, I, like I told the girls, I said, you know, you, you're you're a freshman, but honestly, you're like a sophomore now with all the experience you've
0: had. And coach is, year is Broomfield one of those teams? You know, outside the top four that you could say literally have a good shot at it.
4: Yeah, you know, um, we we lost to them seven to nothing. And we met the, our first three innings, we had girls on second and third.
0: Ugh. Oh, wow. got to get them home, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. We just didn't get that that hit. Or
0: sounds like the Braves happened. yesterday in the opening <laughs> yeah. playoff game you in know. MLB.
4: But you know as well as I do, sometimes they'll start falling, and maybe they'll fall for us this weekend.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, so these teams, Columbine's the one seed. Douglas County, I don't know a diddly about them. Um, Ballard Christian, we've seen them in the past. Of course, they ran off, I think, four years ago. I think they ran off a, a three-peat. Um, Erie, of course, uh, Broomfield. Legends, the defending champion, they've won three in five years. Um, where are you laying on? Who, who do you think has the edge in this group of uh, maybe the top six? seeds.
4: I personally, you know, I I've, I haven't seen obviously Columbine or Douglas, County. You haven't, Douglas okay. County. Douglas County beat them 2 to nothing. Ooh,
1: tight game, yeah.
4: Yeah, and uh you know, I'm not a betting man, but if I did, I would give the edge for me is Erie. Erie, is that right?
1: Erie yeah. sits as the 5 seed right there. Yeah. Yep.
4: That's they it. have uh you know two really good pitchers sure and they just have you could tell by the experience and the the physical physique they have especially to my team the little freshmen you know
0: you
1: bet.
4: these girls look like they've been in the weight room and they look like it when they hit it too wow so they they're undefeated in Colorado those wow. three losses are in Oklahoma. Uh, that's,
0: that's right. They went to that early season tournament, and Erie's just been a softball town for years sure. and years mm-hmm. and years.
4: Yep. Yeah, they just reload. Yep, no
1: question about They're it. Dance. No question. Coach, go have fun this weekend. Uh, regionals take on the number one seed, um, and uh, for your girls, I mean that young team, you got to be excited about coming back next year. So, um, we'll talk to you. 30, 31 years coming up next year. Is that right?
4: Well, we don't count those, but yes.
1: Okay, yeah, we don't. That's right. I don't know what I just said. So, yeah, that's That's exactly right. (laughs)
0: That sounds like minor details to me. Coach, you got a long ways to go, man. That's right. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: There's Keith Aragon, the head softball coach out at Fort Collins High School, giving his ideas on who could take home the championship for 5A. Don't forget tonight, folks, Resurrection Christian taking on Severance. 6 o'clock, the J-9 agency's opening kickoff. A th- end of the triple header on KFK this weekend on Preps Radio. I'm Clark Johnson. Hug your kids. Have a great weekend right here in Northern Colorado's Voice. 1031 and 1310 KFKA.